This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. They want to protect tax cuts on yachts and private jets and make single moms pay for it. And that's where we say no. That's where we say the American people did not elect House progressives so that we can, so that we can lay back while people's food benefits are cut. We're here to fight for working families. And so this is the last caucus to ask, what are we going to give up in terms of people's food, in terms of people's health care, in terms of veterans? And the time is now to ask the Republican caucus why they are valuing billionaires over veterans and single mothers. This is shameful. We can put an end to it. And it only takes five of the 18 Republicans that are in Biden-carried seats. Um, but you're willing to tank it if it's not? They are willing to tank it. They, no, 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 sorry. That is exactly the problem, is when the media reports this as not their fault. And I'm just going to say, I know so many of you, I have so much respect for what you do, but let's tell the truth here. We are not tanking anything. The debt ceiling has been raised because we have an appropriations process, and during the appropriations process, the budget process, we negotiate. The Republicans can try to get whatever they can there, but then we agree. No, this is important. The American people should hear this. Then we agree on spending. Republicans agree. Democrats agree. We decide. We appropriate money based on what Congress has passed. Legislation that we pass in this body. That is democracy. And then when it's time, the debt ceiling is raised to accommodate what we have already passed, Republicans and Democrats, in a democratic process. I'm sorry, let me just clarify. I okay. Meant, I meant if the president, the White House... You know, let me ask you this, Carrie, if, if I may. And, you know, this kind of shocked me. Maybe I'm missing something. And, and I really do. And Trump is, is brilliant. He, he works the media to, to perfection. But this whole idea of the fight that is going on down here in Florida between Governor DeSantis and Disney, I mean, it represents so much for conservatives. I mean, they love what DeSantis is doing, uh, you know, kind of muting Disney a little bit against all their woke nonsense. And Trump somehow kind of got behind Disney a little bit on that. Do you, do you think it's something that maybe he should, I don't know, move, the, the, move a little bit in favor of against Disney and in favor of DeSantis? Or am I missing something? Well, I'm, Eric, I believe that fighting woke is a worthy cause. Absolutely. There are a few things more important, honestly, than, than stopping the radical indoctrination and, frankly, the sexual mutilation of our children. But we can't do it half-assed. When you pick a fight with Disney, you need to play to win. And so far, Governor DeSantis has been outworked and outmaneuvered by Disney. As far as I know, Reedy Creek is still exists. They're still hosting trans events at their park. This indoctrination is continuing, and they're actually rubbing it in the faces of American families. 
you know, if you can't beat Donald Duck, how are you going to beat Donald Trump? I think that's the question we have to ask when it comes to Governor DeSantis. And I think he should stay in Florida and continue fighting for the people there and, and try to finish that that fight. I'd rather see President Trump, who's a deal maker who can make things happen, take on woke corporations. And I know for a fact he gets results. Wow. I'm glad she saves her best stuff for War Room. Uh, Wednesday, 24 uh, May in the year of our Lord, 2023. Let me get the right date there. 24 May in the year of our Lord, 2023. Pre-game, uh, the oligarchs ball is going to be at six o'clock and we're going to pick that up live. Uh, the oligarchs ball. David Sachs. You remember David Sachs, my rants against David Sachs, Peter Thiel's Wingman David Sachs is the oligarch that pushed for the bailout of Silicon Valley Bank because the venture capitalists didn't want to put in any more money to pay for their payroll. They wanted you, these saps out there uh, in America, to underwrite it, and so you did uh, because of the Biden regime. Uh, David Sachs is going to be, I think, the moderator on a, on a, on a Twitter. You know, It's going to be a Twitter audio. We're going to play it uh, at the 6 o'clock hour. And, of course, my favorite, Elon Musk, the CCP controlled asset uh, will be uh, will be he'll be hosting that on the crime scene known as Twitter, also fully financed by the Chinese Communist Party through uh, Sequoia Capital and Binance and uh, a couple of Arab sheiks that are are, are sheiks that are already in the uh, employ of the CCP. Uh, so it'll be on Twitter tonight. I think kind of a bizarre start. Uh, I'm gonna get to Carrie Lake in a second. And she's promised me she's going to bring the heat today. She's going to give the good lines to War Room. I got a promise on that. Um, but first off, just as we went to air, in fact, during the cold open, Jake Sherman over at Punchbowl uh, just tweeted out. Remember, he's got the new Capitol Hill site that gets all the inside baseball. That Speaker McCarthy, wait for it, told the Republican conference they could go home for the Memorial Day weekend. So they're all heading to the airport right now. Uh, but if they cut a deal... Be advised you'll be called back. Uh, remember, with the 72-hour rule, I think we've called the bluff on the process of calling the bluff of uh, Janet Yellen. And the reason we're calling the bluff on Janet Yellen, 1 June is a phony date. She's out today. I don't know if we have audio or video of this. We'll try to pull it. She's out today saying, well, you know, it's, it's certainly going to be, most certainly it's going to be sometime in early June. Come on, baby. You've been telling us one June, you, you, you put that stake in the ground, the end of the world. And as Russ Vogt said to, yesterday on this show, uh, if, um, if the um, – thank you. We don't need two voices. Great. Thank you. Um, if you um, – if the sun rises on the morning of the 2nd of June and there's no default meltdown of the world's capital markets, guess what? We've called them out again as being the liars they are. Let's go to uh, to Kerry Lake. First off, Kerry, you've seen this huge fight inside of um, uh, up at the Imperial Capital uh, in Arizona. I know you were very focused on on doing the right thing on balanced budgets. Give us your assessment of uh, of the re- Republicans holding the line here in the nation's capital. And finally, today they the uh, the Democrats. You saw the that AOC and uh, Jalapa, All these they're throwing the toys out of the pram. They couldn't be more upset. <laughs> Note to AOC, you got rolled You got rolled by your own party. You got dis and dismiss. They could care less what you have to say. Give us your thoughts, uh, Kerry. Well, especially when they have – you could hear them. They were trying to talk the fake news, leftist media into 
agreeing with them, and they had to do some convincing there. You're right, Steve. You know, I'm going to just boil this right down to sitting around the family dinner table talking about your financial situation. Americans are struggling right now. Americans don't have the option of raising their debt ceiling. Once you've maxed out the credit card, you can't continue to max it out and max it out and max it out again. There is no, you know, rich guy that's going to come in and pay your credit card debt. And this is how they're they're treating uh, the debt in, in D.C. The Senate Democrats don't want to make a deal. They don't want to talk. Biden's ignoring him. Biden's acting like he's got 90 percent approval rating. The guy is despised across this country for what he's done to our country. He doesn't have some big mandate right now. He needs to get to the negotiating t- table. And I know that Kevin McCarthy has been more than willing to sit down and discuss this. And they need to come back to the negotiating table. But I'm glad that McCarthy sent everybody home. And now the Democrats can sit there in the mess that they've created. They're sitting there in their dirty diaper. And they're going to have to just sit there and think about it. Um, The polling, uh, Harry Enten and the team at CNN broke some polling yesterday. 60%, this is CNN, Kerry Lake. It's not Trafalgar. It's not the People's Pundit. It's not Gateway Pundit. It's not Breitbart. CNN, 60% of the American people uh, support only raising the debt ceiling with cuts to federal spending. 15% said let's default and, uh, and kind of start over again. So 75% of the American people, three-quarters of the American people, either want cuts or just go ahead and default. Only 25% support raising the debt ceiling with no cuts. Uh, you're pretty good about polling numbers. What, what does that number tell you, ma'am? I think it tells you that the the public is 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 aware of what's going on. I mean, if you mentioned debt ceiling five, ten years ago, I think a lot of the public was so busy with their life they weren't really paying attention. And now we're realizing as we're spending trillions of dollars, we're trillions of dollars in debt, we're sending money overseas to, you know, uh, stir up wars. The American people are figuring it out. They're actually getting a little bit of an an economic uh, education in watching this disaster in D.C., and they're aware. And, you know, they're listening to President Trump. He said default, default, if that's what they want. It may have to happen sooner or later, but it may have to happen because I don't know that we can continue along the lines of spending what we're spending when we're taking it, is it four and a half, five trillion dollars and spending about seven trillion? You know, you don't have to be an... PhD in economics to figure out that that can't keep going forever. (laughs) And I think the American people are ready to say, let's stop it right now and let's figure this out. And I'm glad they're sitting there alone, the Democrats in D.C., and and they're going to have to figure out what the next step is. Because even the media, as you showed there in your clip, even the fake news media isn't really buying what they're selling right now. 45% of uh, registered Democrats, according to the CNN poll, support only raising the debt ceiling with with cuts to spending. So they don't have, as you said, they don't have a lot of backup there, and Biden's got even less backup, his popularity now down to the low 30s. Um, I, I want to pivot to, uh, I want to pivot to, I want to talk about your press conference yesterday, but I want to pivot to the really a great interview with Eric Bowling last night. If he can't beat Donald, and here's what you did that was so sophisticated. You're like me. I, I actually think Ron DeSantis is doing a good job as governor, and I think he's got it. I like what he's doing with Disney. I like going after the woke, although you got to you got to take it to him. You just can't put out a couple of press conferences and, and have a couple of uh, and make a couple of speeches. 
But you're, what did you mean when you, if you can't beat Donald Duck, you're not going to beat Donald Trump? Uh, break that down for us. I think it's bold that he wants to take on Disney, um, but you have to you have to complete the task, right? And this is why I love Trump. He's a deal maker. He's going to go in there. He's never going to go into the beginning of a deal unless he knows how he's going to get out of it, how it's going to end. And he's going to have a few plays he's going to make. You don't go in and, and take on Disney without the skills to complete the job. And I think that's what we're seeing. And and Ron DeSantis is young. He's I think he's 44. He's about 10 years younger than me. He's got a lot of learning to do. President Trump has a lifetime of deal making. And these are the kind of deals he could easily tackle and take on. And I what I meant by if you if you can't, you know, beat Donald Duck, then how are you gonna beat Donald Trump? I'm talking about the primary that's coming up. We have an incredible man in President Trump. We know he can do it. He's done it before. He can get us out of the mess we're in, and I know that he can do it quickly and he can be effective. We don't need to uh, you know, t- take a guess if somebody else can do it. I think four more years of Ron DeSantis in Florida, uh, helping to get things on track and do good things for the people of Florida. And in 28, he can hit the ground running and there's going to be uh, an, an opening in the White House. And I think he should um, hold up and really make sure that the promise that he made to Floridians, which is, I want to be your governor and I want to serve you, he should live up to that promise and show the people that he, he, he that his word is actually good. Because I have a feeling that he can't win in the general against Biden, because I don't think MAGA is ready to vote for DeSantis. And if, you know, if you can't beat, if you can't beat Goofy, then how are you going to beat Biden? How's that? Steve? I love it. Um, but that's pr- that's pretty good. That's not too shabby. Um, the uh, and I, I anticipate the uh, Kerry Lake uh, DeSantis primary among others in uh, in twenty eight. Anyway, we're gonna take a short commercial break. Kerry Lake's gonna stick with us. We're going to talk. Raheem's gonna join us in a little while. Uh, story in the New York Times: uh, the big donors who are having a, a fat cat uh, gathering at the Four Seasons Hotel. I think down in Miami. Uh, where uh, where DeSantis is, they're having a big lunch and a donor rally, just donors, this afternoon. New York Times reporting $200 million. $200 million is what the big the fat cats are going to put, the oligarchs are going to put in Ron DeSantis to, if not defeat Trump, to then cripple Trump during a primary so that uh, Biden or Michelle Obama or the other cast of characters can defeat him in the general. That's the plan here. We're going to break it all down next in the war room. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CC. President Trump recently issued a warning from his home at Mar-a-Lago. And I want to quote this. Our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be the greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. He did that in the interview that I had with him a couple of weeks ago at his home. Now, there are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there's one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and political and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. That would be gold. Gold has been a hedge against chaos from time immemorial. And you can own it 
in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Let me repeat that. You don't pay a penny out of pocket. Just text Bannon to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the entire process. Let me repeat that. Birch Gold professionals will hold your hand through this entire process. Now think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. It always has been. How much more time does the dollar actually have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text Bannon to 989898. Get your free info kit on gold. Text again, Bannon, to 989898. Remember, the best part is you don't pay a penny out of pocket to get this information and start the process. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So the person who's going to be helping with this uh, this incredible movement that we're going to uh, start pushing, you guys are just going to love her, I know many of you do already, is a woman who I'm impressed with. I met her a couple of years ago. She's one of the grassroots favorite people, Marissa Hamilton. She's going to lead this up. This is Save Arizona. Our Save Arizona Fund is going to be multi-pronged. We're going to have Marissa helping us and with this movement, and we're also going to continue to not only raise funds, but energy for our legal team to continue pushing our case to the United States Supreme Court. Because we've got to fight this. Okay, Carrie Lake, a very powerful press conference. Right before I get there, I just want to go back to DeSantis. New York Times reporting $200 million in back of him as they launch. You're going to launch on the crime scene known as Twitter with two oligarchs, David Sachs, who's in back of the Silicon Valley Bank bailout, and, of course, Elon Musk, the transhumanist CCP asset, Elon Musk, the virulently anti-Trump Elon Musk. Your thoughts, ma'am? I just It reminds me of back in 2015 when all the money in the world was behind a guy named Jeb, and it didn't work out very well. I don't think anybody can beat President Trump. President Trump just has to remember – he is a master at retail politics. People love him. People are attracted to wanting to be around him. And when he gets out in the public, and I know it's hard because he is so popular, nobody can beat him. Nobody can beat him at that. And um, and and that's where Ron DeSantis' weakness is. And this is why I think we're starting to hear about, and I'm hearing about it, and I actually talked to people who know these things, some trepidation on the part of the billionaire donor class. They're thinking maybe they might have put their money on the wrong horse. And they're starting to think about what their plan B and plan C is. And they're thinking maybe Yunkin was the guy and throwing out Kemp's name and a bunch of other names because they just don't want Trump, because they know Trump is going to do exactly what he says. He's going to clean out the corruption. He's going to make America great again. And many of these you know, billionaire donors, let's face it, they are for that globalist agenda. 
And I, I, I hate to have to say it. I hate to have to you know, inform people. I know your audience already knows that, but a lot of these wealthy billionaires are not for the preservation of America and rebuilding America. They're for this globalist agenda. Talk to us about, uh, by the way, and Carrie Lake, more than anybody except for President Trump, has, has borne the, the brunt of uh, billionaire donors coming after him. I mean, it's, it's, uh, oh, it's I outrageous, know. both in the general and the, the primary. And you beat it back with a grassroots campaign. Talk to us about this initiative yesterday. How does that tie in to the court ruling, uh, I guess, Sunday night or Monday? Uh, where are you headed with this, uh, this ballot initiative? Talk to us about this. And where is the case going? Well, our judge chose the easy, uh, the easy option and not the hard one. The hard one would have been really opening up this Pandora's box. I think it's, I think there's a lot of people who are nervous in the judicial system to open up these Pandora box, the Pandora box of, into our elections. And it is, it's, it's difficult what we're dealing with right now. We need people who are strong and willing to do the right thing. And so we're going to continue to push our case forward. He ruled against us in the uh, signature verification. Remember the, the guy who just does this. And in every two seconds, they're approving these signatures without even looking at them. So we're going to continue our case. We have a few options. They include the Supreme Court, and we haven't decided our exact next move. We are analyzing our options. So we're not giving up on our case. We believe our case is strong, and, and with each um, move we make in our case, more is revealed about what's happening in our elections. But at the same time, you know, we want to save Arizona, and we have to start looking at what the left is doing. The judges in our cases have basically said, you know, election laws are suggestions. They're not fast and firm. You can do it. You can kind of look at them as a recommendation. Well, if that's the way we're going to run elections, then we need to play in that arena. And we are launching the start of the biggest ballot chasing initiative in Arizona. We found out, Steve, that half a million Arizonans received ballots in the mail, but did not return them. They're called low propensity voters. They had the ballot there. It ended up in the garbage can. Maybe it ended up just sitting on the kitchen counter and they never returned it. We are going to make an effort to reach out to those voters and we're going to reach out. We're going to become best friends with them (laughs) and we're going to make sure when they get that ballot, we're going to encourage them through many different methods to fill that out and get it sent in. We don't want to leave a half a million votes out there sitting on someone's kitchen countertop. And these are going to be the Republican voters who didn't turn in their ballot and the right-leaning independents. And we're also going to be telling them what we're all about, which is common sense solution, America first policies that will truly help all Arizonans live a better life with more freedom, with their liberties intact, and and a more prosperous life as well. So I think it's a real no-brainer. The left is working with Soros and all these groups and NGOs and made-up groups to not just push the envelope, but do things that are actually illegal. We're not going to do anything illegal, but we're going to push the envelope and get very busy on the ground, making sure we're gathering up and getting people to return their ballots. And we're going to register people to vote. No excuse to not be registered to vote. If you are a Republican, if you are an Arizonan who cares about your state, who's sick of the wide open borders, who's tired of inflation, stealing money basically out of your paycheck, who's tired of watching what's happening to your children being indoctrinated, whether through culture or through their schools, then we want your vote. We want to earn your vote and we want to get you registered to vote. Carrie, uh, where do people go to learn all about this? 
They can go to Save Arizona Fund, SaveArizonaFund.com, or they can go to CarrieLake.com and learn more about it. And also, I encourage you to go to my uh, Rumble page and, and check out the entire um, news conference that we had yesterday. You know, you're just going to see a side of the fake news that I, I guess I just left feeling disappointed, but I, I almost feel like, Steve, we might have made some inroads with these people. Maybe we touched their soul a little bit yesterday. I'd love it if um, the War Room Posse went, watched the press conference we held. Let me know. Text me, email me, whatever you have to do. Do you think we reached some of these fake news, uh, so-called journalists, propagandists? I think we might have touched some of them. I got it. I, I, I'm I'm thinking about what the over and under is about whether they have souls or not, but we'll discuss that later. Carrie Lake, we'll put it. In fact, we'll put it up on our getter and and get the posse in there to comment on it. How about that? We'll go one better. I so, love it. Uh, thank I you love very it. much. Looking I, the the part I saw yesterday, you were handling it with a plum as you normally do. So thank you very much <laughs> for joining us here today. Got to push back. <laughs> got to the fighter. Thank you, ma'am. Kerry Lake, thoughts on the debt ceiling, uh, Ron DeSantis, uh, and, uh, and of course, what's going on in Arizona, the very important governor's race there. She's still, I guess, going to appeal to the appellate court back to the Supreme Court, state Supreme Court. Um, and, and I thought her presentation, the lawyer's presentation was very powerful. The, the ballot, uh, for, the signature verification is a joke. They knew exactly what they were doing uh, on this stuff. It's just outrageous. Uh, Raheem Kassam is going to join us. Raheem uh, real quickly, okay, it was just a few minutes ago. Do we have any update on that on Punchbowl? I'm looking at my crack assistants. They they tweeted out moments ago that uh, when we started the show, McCarthy has told the Republican conference you can go home for the Memorial Day weekend. So people are heading to the airport, getting in cars, they're taking off. Some are sticking around. But he said, hey, if there's any deal or any progress or anything to come back for, we'll call you back. You're just going to have to get back here. I think that this is calling the bluff of the Treasury Department. My strongest recommendation to the Biden regime, if you're serious about this, because you haven't been serious to date, and now you've got AOC and these others yammering up there, crying like little babies, uh, because it just dawned on them that they got rolled by their own party. Uh, you should have Janet Yellen standing tall on uh, Wednesday morning. I think people, I think they get back on Tuesday, Wednesday morning. Let her make a presentation. Let's have a schedule hearing. You know, maybe the Finance Committee have McHenry chair it from North Carolina, and uh, have her make a presentation about why June 1st is the default date. Let's, let's go ahead and do it. Let's, let's, let's get to the details. Let's show us your work. I think that would galvanize everybody a sense of urgency. It won't happen because we called your bluff. We called your bluff, and you got nothing. Okay, If you had anything, the White House would go, oh, this is an emergency, urgency, we got to do this, got to do that. Nothing, just total confusion. Uh, but Raheem Ghassam, Today, we've got the oligarch's ball that's going to start here in about 35 minutes. Walk me through. we got a couple of minutes on this side. Raheem, just walk me through the structure. Do you, does it strike you as odd that Ron DeSantis is supposedly running as a populist uh, to the right of President Trump, that he's got two of the biggest oligarchs in this country, including David Sachs, who is the driving force in back of the bailout of all the tech oligarchs and all the billionaires in Silicon Valley Bank? Do you, does that strike you as odd, sir? 
Well, I think it was inevitable when you surround yourself with, um, you know, Cruise 2015-16 staff, Heritage Foundation types, who I'm told now are going over there to Tallahassee by the dozen, that uh, they were always going to default to the establishment uh, versus the populist narrative on this. And I think I think that's where Ron DeSantis has kind of showed that he feels more comfortable out on the shadow campaign trail. He very much struggles to interact with ordinary people. Uh, in, in the space of two weeks, there were more awkward moments, conversations, uh, videos, gifts flying around that I've seen in a very, very long time out of any other candidate in any other race in any other country over the last couple of years. So you have to understand, yes, the ball, the billionaire's ball, the oligarch ball starts at 6 p.m. on Twitter spaces. Um, but remember, the cocktail reception has already happened. Instead of having a, a big grassroots meeting, you know, in the town he's from, which was what they originally planned on July the 4th with fireworks and flags and all of that, he's opted to have a closed donor party at the Four Seasons Hotel in Miami. That was the cocktail reception. Then you got the ball, and then you got the after party on billionaire Rupert Murdoch's Fox News. So it's a day of billionaire oligarchs to kick off the DeSantis campaign. Okay, we got a big article up on National Pulse right now with Raheem. We're going to get to all of that. National Pulse, Raheem, Ron DeSantis, the billionaire's ball, cocktail party now. Then he goes to the crime scene of Twitter with Sachs and Elon, and then later with Rupert Murdoch. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. This was an entire system. And, and then the other thing, what the young woman analyst said on uh, Chuck Todd, it was an ATM. Because this is where all the this is where all the Democrats hung out. This was the oligarchs' bank. What you had here was the oligarchs' bank, and they used it like that. And so to know and to go through of what we know now, this remember most commercial banks should have a three times leverage, four times leverage, five times leverage. I don't know, maybe six. I'm old school investment banks, eight to one. 
you know, 10 to eight to one, you know, you're even getting dicey there in the financial crisis of 20, uh, of 2008. Remember the criticism that the investment banks were up to 20 leverage, 20 to one, 25 to one, some 30 to one, I think 135 to one. The leverage on this bank, a commercial bank supposedly was 185 to one. This bank has been insolvent since at least the fourth quarter of last year. And yet they let it, uh, they let it, um, they let it operate. So, and you see why this is a democratic uh, regime uh, and they run with an iron fist. Okay, Sachs is giving nothing but money to Democrats. She, big Hillary Clinton supporter. He's, he's the moderator. Raheem Kassam, you, you've got now a national pulse that is behind your, your paywall. Um, but I want you to describe the billionaire's ball. This is the bell of the billionaire's ball because this is about as anti-populist as you get. Look, Ron DeSantis, this is why he wanted to cut Social Security. This is why he wanted to cut Medicare. This is why he wanted to raise taxes on the middle class, that ridiculous sales tax. He's not, he's, he's a classic, classic neoliberal neocon. That's when he said the thing on Tucker about Ukraine. We were like, this is amazing. He's with us. Then two days later, when his donors beat up on him, he was rolling back. Oh, no, 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 I misspoke. You know, it's in the vital national security interest of the United States. Raheem Kassam, make your case, sir, why Ron DeSantis, you refer to Governor DeSantis of the great state of Florida as the bell of the billionaire's ball, sir. Yeah, that's right. Um, if if people want to read it, they can go to the nationalpulse.com. We, we talked about last week, or rather at the beginning of this week, it's been a long time. Um, it's been a long week that we'd be putting exclusive analysis up for our members. Um, we will we will have lots of analysis on the site. Uh, but this in particular was one of the things that we thought like, hey, thousands of people have joined the nationalpulse.com this week. We want to give them something really cool, really in-depth, uh, very heavily sourced, cited things that they can point to their friends and say, hey, listen, here's why I'm informed, right? And so you can go to the nationalpulse.com right now and read about how Ron DeSantis is the bell of the billionaire's ball today. So it's, see, you've got the Musk stuff, right? And that's and that's all well and good. People, you know, a lot of people still out there think, oh, you know, he might be good for free speech, even though he just hired as a CEO, Linda Yaccarino, the World Economic Forum executive, who is outwardly said in recent months that she believes in censorship of quote-unquote hate speech. That's who he picked uh, to run Twitter now. But then you look at the other people, right? You just said David Sachs. Now, David Sachs, yeah, Hillary Clinton donor, Mitt Romney donor, it sends all the wrong messages. And then you've got Ken Griffin. Ken Griffin, another one of these guys, pouring money into the back of uh, uh, Democrats and establishment Republicans for so very long. And then, of course, finally, it culminates with the man himself. He goes to pay homage still to Rupert Murdoch over at Paul Ryan's Fox News. Right. And we'll talk about that in a second. Paul Ryan and Fox News. Put that put that bookmark on that in your mind for a second, because he still believes, despite how they treated Tucker, despite how they treat Donald Trump, despite how they talk down to the MAGA audience, that Ron DeSantis still believes that his voters are in that remaining Fox audience. So what does that tell you about who he thinks his voters are? He thinks and knows that his voters are the types of people who watch Karl Rove, get a pen and paper out, and take things down because they still, for whatever reason, uh, believe of the corporate establishment on you know the notional right. But what's really interesting to me is that Never Back Down, which was Ron DeSantis' shadow campaign pack, always hype this pollster called public opinion strategies to run out of Virginia. 
POS for short. You can't make it up. But POS just got bought by a, a place called GP3. And GP3, in turn, has just had investment from Seidler. Seidler is where Paul Ryan and Paul Ryan's brother are on the board. And the place is run by a Soros executive used to directly work for a Soros telecoms company as the head of the organization just a few years ago. Listen, if this all doesn't tell you, the evidence is there if you want to see it. If this doesn't all tell you who is behind this campaign and why they want him to win, then then I'm afraid you might as well be watching Paul Ryan's Fox. Besides, and look, I think he's doing a good job on going after the, the, the woke, um, or at least I like directionally what he's doing. And that's I the like lowest, by the way, no, that's the lowest hanging fruit. No, no, no. Woke stuff is the lowest okay. hanging fruit. It's, it's the easiest thing okay. for the right to attack. And should it be attacked every day? Yes. Today we broke a story on the National Pulse. People have probably seen it all over the place already about um, the, the drag queen that the North Face has brought on to dance around and tempt children into coming out. But that's low-hanging fruit. These woke corporations, this nuttiness out there, doesn't require any intellectual depth. It doesn't require any uh, ability to negotiate. It doesn't require any ability to intimidate your enemies on the international stage. That is just like going into the comments section and whining about things. And he's been very good at that. But I'm not going to have like, oh, he's the anti-woke governor. Everybody is as anti-woke as Ron DeSantis. But not everybody has the skills that Donald Trump showed to lead America in the world well let me that's what i want to ask you it, you've worked and in, in ran um campaigns for nigel farage i would argue next to donald trump the most uh successful populist nationalist in, in in the world you've also were central to the brexit campaign that gave england its really its nationhood back its sovereignty back uh you also are obviously very close and we're at Breitbart during our uh, our run with President Trump in the, in the, in, the, in 2015, where we were getting eviscerated by many people on our own staff. But then later, so you've seen populism, nationalism up close, not just from a journalist, but from the operations of it. Do you believe, as you've seen, and you were people? I think most of our audience remembers you were the modern revolution in uh, in in Kiev. You were the first guy really yep. to call back in 2014, I think it was. And you told me, said, hey, I got to go over there, I got to do this. I was like, the Ukraine? I mean, didn't we stop fighting there in World War II? And you had a, a picture, you, you had a vision of where it was going to go 10 years ago. Understanding that, when you look at DeSantis, as far as what his core beliefs are, is he a populist nationalist or is he really simply a neoliberal neocon with a anti-woke uh, makeup on, sir? So I'll go one better for you since we're taking a trip down memory lane. There was a day you were out of the Breitbart News daily radio show and I was covering and the producer booked Congressman DeSantis and uh, I had no idea who this was. And we had a chat on the line beforehand and I had his Wikipedia page up and I was reading about his life. And I, I just flippantly sort of said, wow, you look like you might be president one day. And so I, I might have to take some accidental uh, responsibility for what has taken place <laughs> since then. But, but after that, I actually was sharing a platform. Hold on, hold on, hold on, stop, stop, hang on, hang on, hang on, hold on, hang on, hang on, hang on. The buried lead, don't listen, let's not, the buried lead there. That is Raheem's, that's the, that's, you just saw Raheem's show prep. Here, a guy on the phone, oh, you're a congressman, let me get to Wikipedia, I got it, I got it. Oh, this is pretty impressive, you might be president, let's roll with the interview. Raheem Kassam. <laughs> that was a lot of prep for me as well. 
But I, I shared some, uh, co- I shared a, a conversation with him at a Neocon think tank event in, in DC, you know, back in, I think it was uh, 2014, uh, or maybe it was 2015. And, uh, you know, it was very abundantly clear to me back then that he was uh, an interventionist. You know, one of these people that David Cameron, the former prime minister of the United Kingdom, used to call a muscular liberal, right? Um, I, I, by the way, I love the fact that there are news outlets now that are saying like, oh, we got hold of an electronic copy of DeSantis's first book. And here's what it says. I have a physical copy of DeSantis's first book, and I've been going over it for the last year. And it's all neocon stuff. And this is why they took it off the shelves. This is why they took it off eBay. They bought every copy that, 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 that existed, because it tells you a story about the man that just is, doesn't ring true with the projection of the man, the hologram of the man that he's trying to show people today. It it cost hundreds of dollars to get a physical copy of this book. And by the way, readers of the National Pulse will get my uh, my take on it very soon. Um, Talk to me about the launch. You're a social media guy. You've built a number of sites. You've got this reboot of uh, National Pulse. You kind of, you know how Media today is driven, news media is driven today by social media, particularly the platform mm-hmm. of Twitter. What is your take on this, on this, uh, you know, it, it, something that the coastals use and, of course, the news media elite use, but w- what is about it is about launching on Twitter with Sachs and with Musk uh, d- doing the moderation? Yeah, look, I mean, even even the deplorables in the you know flyover country that are that are looked down upon by Hillary Clinton types, even those guys on Twitter, um, such as a lot of people in this audience, you have to realize that you're strange in your neighborhoods. Like most people in middle America are not scrolling through Twitter and leaving comments and getting into arguments and rolling up their sleeves and having it out with what you say is right, Steve, is the is the coastal classes, is the coastal elites that are mainly on there patting each other on the back. Um, it has changed a little bit um, in recent years, but not all that much. It's still basically an echo chamber, uh, which is why I think this is this is perfect for him. Uh, he will he, he very much sees this as a Twitter election. Remember, they talked about Twitter election being uh, 2016. I think even prior elections got labeled the social media elections before that. But they really see this. If you look at his influencers, the people uh, around him, some of them paid, some of them not, uh, to project his messages, what they're, what they're mostly doing is getting into screaming matches with, with other people, sometimes anonymous accounts, on Twitter. I think it's so misguided. It's such campaign malfeasance. And it's completely what you might expect from the people who are running his campaign. These are the people who are running Ted Cruz's campaign. These are the people who I personally believe uh, wouldn't have jobs, wouldn't make money in politics were it not for these candidates who they run, who they never think are going to win. That $200 million that you talked about earlier, most of that will end up in the pockets of campaigns consultants. You must understand that. If mm-hmm. you think, oh, why is DeSantis doing this? Because the consultants are telling him to do it because they will end up millionaires as a result. Yeah, they're showing him polling, and it, most of it's going to go on TV and to the consultants. Real quick, we're going to hold you through the break because I want to talk about National Pulse quickly on the other side. What are you going to do at 6 o'clock? Where can people get you? We're going to, we're going to be here. We're going to be... On our six o'clock hour, we're going to play it in its entirety. Um, we're also going to have it up on Getter, so you can have commentary. W- what are you going to do uh, during this, uh, Raheem? 
Yeah, there's a number of things going on. I know at the moment people doing kind of counter programming streams and and other networks uh, doing you know different like live commentary on things like this. We'll have our own over at thenationalpulse.com. So if you come over there, um, we'll we'll have a constant sort of rolling stream of what's being said. What are the key standout moments? And of course, importantly, um, you know what what's the what's the inside baseball that I can tell people as a result of what's being said on those calls. Uh, that's going to be free. So come over to the nationalpulse.com this evening and uh, and see why people are flocking by the thousands. Uh, real quick, I tell you what, just hang on for a second. I want to talk about the site. I understand so much traffic this week. You had a couple of technical yeah. things. You worked those out. I want to make sure people know that and how to work <laughs> it. We're going to take a short commercial. Raheem's got, he's launched a couple of sites with me in the past. It's always uh, the first couple of days are a struggle. Um, we're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to return here. we got Raheem. It's the countdown. It's the run-up to the billionaire's ball, and the bell of that ball is DeSantis. New York Times reporting $200 million to take on Joe Biden. No, that would be incorrect. To go after and damage and destroy Donald J. Trump. Not me saying it. New York Times doesn't feel like fake news. They got some pretty good quotes in there. It's up on Getter right now. Short commercial break. Back with the National Pulse founder, publisher, editor in chief, Raheem Ghassam, next in the world. Junk science. That's what the doctor called many of those fruit and vegetable supplements. Junk science because they use extracts of common produce department fruits and vegetables with few health benefits. Now look, I take Field of Greens because it's the whole organic fruit and vegetable, not a watered down supplement, and it's backed by a better health promise. Each ingredient in Field of Greens was scientifically chosen to support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidney health. Others support my immune system, blood pressure, metabolism, and healthy weight loss. I don't eat as healthy as I should. I got that. I know it. I own it. That's why I take Field of Greens. Like me, you'll probably look and feel healthier fast and have way more energy. And I mean way more energy. But your best proof will be at your next checkout checkup when your doctor says, hey, whatever you're doing, it's working. Keep it up. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at fieldofgreens.com. Take action, action, action. Do that today. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Trump versus DeSantis on taxes. In Congress, Ron DeSantis pushed a 23% national sales tax, where the middle class pays more. 90% of families would get a tax hike if DeSantis replaced the current system. President Trump cut taxes a lot, lowering tax rates for everyone. Trump cut taxes. DeSantis tried to raise them. Ron DeSantis, wrong on tax hikes, just not ready. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. 
Uh, by the way, uh, once again, Kevin McCarthy has sent everyone home. They're still going back and forth with some chit chat on. Well, we're wide apart, but maybe there's some progress. But here's the here's the signal, the signal they're on planes out of here. And let me give you a scoop. Here's a scoop from uh, from Morham. It's out there, but nobody has talked about it. They're not back uh, till a week from Monday. They're out next week. That's the Memorial Day. You know, go visit the uh, district. So they're leaving today. There's going to be a couple of people around tomorrow. They could come back and have a hearing and have it, Janet Yellen, which I think you have to do to have Yellen come forward and show the uh, the math. But there, there's no chance right now. It's just logistically virtually impossible uh, with this lack of sense of urgency out of the White House to get something done by the 1st. And the reason is it's not a real date. We've called their bluff. Republicans home are going home and are being said, oh, well, if you call, you come back. But then you got 72 hours to read it. You got to get to the Senate. It's it is this thing's just a long way from done. And the reason is it's not real. OK, they've threatened this. They have plenty of cash coming in to not make sure we don't default on any government security. Pay the interest, pay the face amount, just like you pay your mortgage. So it shouldn't be any problem. Uh, now, some of the defense contractors may get stretched a week or two, but hey, justice in the, in the new nature of things because we're broke. And somebody's got to realize we gotta, we got to wrestle with this federal spending, which is not a benefit. It's, a, uh, it's the mark of Cain. Raheem Kassam, uh, give us your assessment. I know you got to get over to the National Pulse and get ready. First of all, the National Pulse, we, we flooded with traffic. We want everybody to go to thenationalpulse.com. Uh, we flooded with traffic. You had a couple of hiccups, as everybody does. Have you got your engineering problems worked out? And then how do people just navigate around, particularly today if they want to go in and, uh, and see your live chat on the, uh, on, the, uh, on, the, uh, on the billionaire's ball? Yeah, it wouldn't be a good night out without a case of the hiccups, and it wasn't a, a good week uh, of launch without some hiccups as well. But it, but it was in the end uh, wildly successful. I was so grateful to be on here on um, Monday talking about it, last Friday and Saturday as well, talking about the new nationalpulse.com, the nationalpulse.com forward slash war room. And I'll tell you what, I just I had an idea in the break. Okay, I think if a hundred people go to the nationalpulse.com forward slash war room right now and you sign up. I'll lift the paywall on the billionaire's analysis so that basically people are doing their wow. friends and family a favor. You'll then be able to send that around this evening and have everybody read about that. So go to the nationalpulse.com forward slash war room right now, sign up, and you'll be doing something good for everyone around you and doing something good for uh, Margaret, right? We we are going to be doing so many more of these things, by the way. I've got so much great analysis lined up in there. We've got this editor's notes section that people are really, really digging, where I tell people like the inside baseball on the story that they've just read. And people are loving the fact that this is 200, 300 words, and you just get the story, and you don't have to spend all day, you know, going through, scrolling through uh, thousands of uh, words of New York Times style copy. They're digging the fact that we have these partnerships now with Flacus Talks and the Steak for Breakfast. Um, and I just think it's 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 one of these things that is going to change the way people consume media, especially on the political right. So so come along 
to thenationalpulse.com forward slash warum, sign up and do everybody a favor. Um, I, I don't even know what else to say except for thank you. Thank you to the audience. Thank you to everybody at this show who's helped us make this a raging success because uh, this is what it's going to take. If you want to go up against the corporate classes with their billions and billions and billions of Pfizer bucks and Facebook bucks and Google bucks uh, that get spent in advertising, if you want to take down a notch, the Bud Lights of the world and, and the, you know, we broke the story about the North Face today as well, then you've got to support independent, truly independent, radically independent media. And that is what we are, the nationalpulse.com forward slash war room. Uh, give me 60 seconds on your call tonight. What, what, tell me what we should look for in the, in the billionaire's ball. Well, look, you know, the thing that stood out to me immediately is just like he knows and his people know that he's not very good on camera. Uh, he knows and his people know that he's not very good around people. So this is kind of like doing this from the basement, right? This is kind of Biden-esque in the way that they're doing this. You have a closed door summit with your donors hiding. You have, you know, no big public rally to launch a presidential election campaign um, hiding. And then you don't go and stroll onto the stage and act like a boss and bully CNN. You go on to like a pat you on the back, Rupert Murdoch, Paul Ryan, Fox news show. Um, just to tell, just so people can tell you, Hey man, you did a great job. This was, this was real good, buddy. For me, it feels Biden-esque, right? It feels basement dwelling. Uh, he run a shadow campaign. Now he's running a shadow campaign. No, it's unbelievable. Okay, thenationalpulse.com. Go over there right now. The first, was it the first hundred uh, that goes to, to War Room, to, to, to our site over there? Uh, if, get, if we get, get 100 the, uh, signups get to, get right now, them. I'll release the whole thing to yeah. everybody, and then obviously you'll be part of the membership, Perfect. so you'll get all the future analysis yourself uh, unlocked for you there, but you'll be doing your whole community Perfect. a favor uh, right now. Go do it. Raheem, uh, look forward to seeing what you got to say next hour. Okay, we got uh, Grace Chung and uh, the Queen of the Trolls and uh, Captain Bannon are going to be putting up uh, and maybe Jane Zerker will be, will be streaming what's going to come on. Uh, we'll be streaming the show, I guess, that'll be streaming the uh, audio. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Uh, we don't think that the Twitter talks has any video. I think it is just audio, which is quite bizarre. I know Elon's on the spectrum and Ron's a little on the spectrum. Uh, but it's quite a bizarre launch. Anyway, MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. You need to sleep the sleep of the just, so you're going to man the ramparts, and you are manning the ramparts. Remember, the Republicans are going home, and the reason they're going home is that you had their back. Hold the line. That's what we're doing as of right now. Hold the line. And the new watchword is show us the money, show us your work. Janet, where is it? Short commercial break. We're going to come back, and we're going to be live, I think, covering... The launch of Governor DeSantis's presidential run, the $200 million potential takedown of Donald J. Trump. That's what they envision. All next in the war room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. 
You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 